right. Are you, you've got me on as intro and outro. You'll outro, won't you? All right, I'll outro. Dickhead. Shut up. Content Catch-Up. Welcome to everyone back to the fourth episode of the Content Catch-Up. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time, hello. We appreciate it. Um, we'll be talking all things sport content. My name is Michael. This is Jules. How you going, Jules? Going well, Bucks. How are you going today? Yeah, pretty fine. It's good weather. Good day to be alive. I'm going to weather chat. We're four episodes in and we're going into weather chat. Lockdown chat. No, I'm going well. Um, <laughs> How are your eggs this morning? <laughs> eggs are off for like 15 <laughs> days. Besides that, delicious. I can't believe you're feeding your girlfriend expired eggs. Well, I mean, I'm, you know this, I'm not the best in the kitchen, but even that's pretty bad for myself. The good thing is they tasted good and I don't think it matters too much for eggs. Anyway, enough egg talk. We're not even on egg of the week yet. What sport have you been watching this week, Barks? Usual NBA. Um, I did say to you last week that I'm going to try to use this pod as um, a bit of an in to NFL, but I haven't. I still don't really understand. There's so many rules and I don't really understand all the tactics, but it's going to be a slow burn, I think. I think the good thing with NFL now is that you've got uh, the entire season to get used to it once NBA finishes. Yeah. It is It like, is a hard game to watch. I feel like it's because it's, it's so long as well. If it, was a, if it was a shorter game or maybe I'll just do it by quarter, but if you could tune in and sort of try to get a good understanding, but it's just how long does a game go for like three hours? Oh, it goes for ages because they have so many stops and like timeouts and breaks. The only thing I like about NFL is an old Xbox game. I don't know what it was, but it was superb. Madden or something? Yeah, it was Madden, actually. That's a that's a content segment in itself, old sports games. Old video games? Yeah. Like, I don't know what we're um, talking about. AFL 2003 on PlayStation. The goat of AFL games. It That's where it peaked and it never got better. It's only gotten worse. <laughs> I've never understood how they haven't nailed an AFL game. I mean, get get 2K on board somehow and they'd, they'd kill a game like that. They'd kill it, but there's no money in it for them. Why would they? Well, maybe we shouldn't have gone to the hubs and we should have just invested in a game. <laughs> maybe we should have played AFL virtually for the entire yeah, well, season. It probably, would have, it probably would have... We talked about how good it is as an outlet. It probably would have been a brilliant outlet for all Australians. Get on a, an awesome AFL game. We could have just streamed the whole thing on Twitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine fucking Bruce McAvaney trying to get his head around pulling a game on Twitch or BT. That's exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that. That's good. Anyway, should we get into what what we're gonna talk about this week? Are you? Am I going first? Uh, if you looked at your content schedule. All right. Have you enabled share screen? I figured it out this week, yeah. I, I mentioned last week that I wanted to talk a little bit about NFL this week. Anyone who knows me, I'm a, I'm a big Patriots fan. Um, I will say I'm a little bit of a bandwagon supporter, but I also just love Boston sports in general. So they were my team. Are they one of the super team? Are they like an equivalent to a super team or a bandwagon team? They're the best team in the, like, the competition. They... I'm trying to think of like a equivalent. Remember when Hawthorne won like four premierships? Yeah. And everyone, or like when the Tigers won two in the last three years and all the Tiger supporters came out of nowhere and jumped oh. on. Like so, like our mate Jonathan Strangio who jumped as on as a Tiger yeah. supporter in 2017. Strange shout out. 
Love it. Australian shout out. Anyway, they're, they're, they're like the it team. They're very successful, probably like similar to the Bulls back in the 90s or the Lakers. Anyway, very successful under the head coach, Bill Belichick, who's one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Last year, they lost um, their star quarterback in Tom Brady, which is a massive thing because he'd been at the Patriots his whole career. Like when you think of Patriots, you think of Tom Brady. That's relevant because it kind of like changed the dynamic of the team on the field. But I also feel like it's changed the dynamic of the way that they create content now because they've got this new quarterback cam newton who's a very big personality nfl i encourage you all to go out and look at his instagram if you haven't it's sensational um but anyway i feel like the patriots have shifted from this like clean successful like team on and off the field to a little bit more edgy and I'm bringing them up because obviously with games starting everyone's going through their season launch and oh, countdown to the season stuff I thought they've really executed it well I'm, I'm going to show you it and then um, I've got a couple of points that I want to bring out but love that I think the, the main thing that the main thing that stands out to me is the sound design in that like that's spectacular just with like the like the subtle street noises, the the real fast-paced clicks to social media. That's really cool. That guy there is like one of the, his name is Julian Edelman, the wide receiver that was part of the like the dynasty under Tom Brady. There was a trio of them. There was Julian Edelman, who's still there, Tom Brady, who's gone to another team, and Rob Gronkowski, who retired but then came out of retirement to join Tom Brady at this new team that he went to. So <laughs> focusing right. it on Edelman is kind of like this real – I feel like it, it's a power thing where it's like we've got the the one that matters still, like we've got the one that's still grinding it out. Good attitude. Yeah, bit of attitude. Well, I thought this was – really interesting obviously like we we see like heaps of these videos come out at this time or every year and it's always like a really exciting kind of thing is like what they're going to do Mm. i thought this was just so well executed because it was only a minute there wasn't anything that was like oh we lost tom brady this that whatever yeah and there was no voiceover yeah that's true i think what i loved is hearing yeah hearing how you're responding to that is it's something you're unpacking like you're unpacking what we saw on the screen not only in the slick editing but because there's a message behind it there's like a a story as to why it's edited like that and obviously yeah. I, I wasn't aware of it but yeah that was really cool yeah i just thought it was it was really slick like it told the story of everything that's gone on in the off season without having this booming voice that's yeah. <laughs> walking the person through it uh, yeah clean and kind of like a new edge for them. If we talk about season opener videos, maybe this is like something people need to look back as like, they don't need to be this big fucking four minute production. Maybe they just need to be shorter, punchier. Yeah. Because that, um, we probably, how often do you think when there's an important video, like a season launch or something like that, that naturally all our minds, a lot of our minds go to, we should probably include a voiceover because a voiceover sort of notes big and important, right? Yeah. This is, this sort of goes against that where big and powerful is actually the eerie sounds and all the other stuff. It it plays on the sounds that we've all been hearing during lockdown, like the keyboards typing, the like the clicking of the mouse, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I always go for um, voiceovers and, when I think of um, season openers, I think we did it in this year's season opener. We had this great script and it does work. 
but if you're looking to produce something just as impactful in my mind, and that won't rate as the best season opening video you'll ever see in your life, but it's, um, it's perfect for social. I think it's just well executed and it gives you that, um, excitement for the season without like, it doesn't even build up your expectations too much. Does it? It just kind of like, it's like, we're ready to go type thing. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think, um, it's a very interesting point. How does go back to your original point? How does the personality on field or the people that you're covering impact your brand online? Like you said that, you know, strange away that straight away that, um, what Tom Brady is gone. That was very clean cut. Yeah. Like a new phase. And now it's like a different look. I think that's really like, that's interesting how the personnel, the players can actually shape your brand. Like, yeah. If like you had a really outgoing, arrogant, player that has a bit of cheek to them you've sort of got to match how you post yes correct especially when you're you're talking about them or you know you've you've been locked into this old way for so long and now there's this new exciting opportunity why wouldn't you explore it yeah it's it's almost like um you know with football when you have an an older generation of players slowly shift out and but where all these young guys are coming in and they're, they're a bit more social savvy. They're a bit more like yeah. um, willing to put their brand out, willing to have a bit of fun. It changes the way you post, you're right, because you want to show people um, personality more than just performance. Exactly right. Who did that AFL? There's another AFL celebration that was in the NFL, I think, but even Cotchels and Giannis's, yeah, you know, the two, the two relate, but... No, good one, Jules. Good one, good one, yeah. Patriots. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. On to one NFL to another NFL. Cause I Jesus Christ, you've watched NFL. <laughs> well, I didn't actually watch it. I wanted to see what <laughs> it, was, it was sort of sort of a similar thought process. I'm like, all right, what's an easy way to sort of see what the NFL are doing? Season launch, first games for a lot of teams. So I wanted to see what the teams were doing in terms of basic practices of game day. So like how they use their IG story, Twitter, but the IG story is what I want to focus on because um, I still saw it from the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Got that right. Um, I'll, share, I'll share my screen as well because basically nothing, nothing too inventive, but um, how do I relate it to what we do? It's essentially our opposition report of – so opposition report, just to state the obvious, is – a report on the opposition, Jules. Isn't that right? <laughs> um, I think the name gives it away. <laughs> so obviously most teams would do something similar, but they do something called blow the whistle. And instead of instead of the normal posting on the website um, that probably all AFL teams do and probably a lot of other sports do, it's literally just an IG story segment. So it's about five or six. Well, actually, no, it's, it's limited to 60 seconds. There's four... IG stories in a row it's it's got a host on it and it's basically their opposition report so I'll share my screen and we can watch it it's nothing it's nothing thrilling in terms of actually watching it but I think it creates a bit of a conversation about how we use how everyone sort of typically uses the basic stuff like Instagram stories on game day I screen recorded it actually because I was came prepared I'm Arthur Moulton this is at the whistle is that not I know the host is a massive part of that but is that not is that not 10 times more appealing than a longer form website video on the opposition? I, I think that's great. It, it's very um, engaging. 
you're right. That's probably the host, but the format as well. Like you can see how much is left. Yeah. No, no, no. Go on. I was just going to say it's quick. Like it's not when you think you want to, you want to run down the opposition. That's what you want. You want to run down, run down. You don't want a five minute sort of piece on analyzing each matchup. Like I'm sure some people might, but I know me personally, I'm 10 times more likely to watch that and really get amped up for a game than a website video. Yeah. And, and, two things you said there like number one you're more likely to watch it because it's right in front of you you're not often sitting with your laptop while you're watching a game you're, you've got your phone or something yeah. else like and you're tapping through to see what the stories are or what the tweets are on your phone that's one part of it like you're putting it in front of them rather than having to send them somewhere else but the second part of it is like and keen to get your thoughts on this but are we shifting away from an audience that really loves the the heavy analytical stuff and are we shifting more towards an audience that likes analytics or like an an insight but loves to be entertained more i think it's probably i don't know if you agree but it's probably dependent on the platform like instagram instagram story you want to be engaged and you don't have that attention span of sitting there for ages especially especially on game day i think i don't know if this is a post on game day or it might even be before the game, which I sort of like even more. I, th- I think like you're right. If we're on Instagram, we're, we're talking to an audience of like maybe 18 to 35-year-olds or slightly younger and slightly older in that bracket who don't spend a lot of time on our website anymore. Yeah. Um, I think um, the other point is it's how to differently utilise the Instagram story. Like I know personally sort of a pet hate for me is phone footage. Like I know there's there's always a need for it, but there's part of me that sees it that's just like anyone can do that. <laughs> like I know that's part of what we all do as sport teams, but I love and actually saw it a lot in NFL. There's not I don't think I saw one standard phone footage of just sort of following players around but then i just sort of realized afterwards that that might be because they're not allowed to be that close <laughs> right now <laughs> so i don't i don't know if that's what they normally do but yeah like are we are we too predictable in what we do with instagram stories it's hard though because you you're trying to when you're in the moment you just see stuff and you're like oh let's let's yeah. do that i agree like clean shots would make a whole bunch of difference but timeliness is also extremely important yeah, I think you can work away around it though, because realistically, say, okay, typical phone footage of a player, player A warming up, you're not going to know as a fan if you saw that within 30 seconds or straight from your phone, or if I sat there with a real camera, waited five minutes, put it up on the laptop, yeah, airdropped it, dropped it to your phone to upload. You're not going to know that that's five minutes later. Yeah, you're so right. Thank you. I I usually yeah no. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I think I think there's ways around it is what I'm trying to say. I, I think there's obviously like the, the team running out. You're going to yeah. know if that's late. But other, otherwise, I think there's a bit that you can sort of have the longer process to have a real a proper photo or a proper video. I've got to say within the AFL, using that as a specific example, I think we're seeing less and less of actual mobile phone footage. You, you're noticing on game days more and more um um, social producers walking around with cameras and the presence mm-hmm. of video cameras and the quality has gone up. I, I think it's turning that page. You've got to remember like NFL as well. They have so many people at the game, probably more than just one rep from the club. Like they'd have three or four people at, at different points and the, the access they get is different as well. And the expectation is higher, but 
I, I, I agree. I think like polished Instagram stories are a huge, huge um, attractive point of difference. Yeah. I was also thinking with this example, imagine if you had like a real, a great host. So this similar to that guy who did it, because obviously he sort of makes it. But yeah. imagine if you could do that at half time. Imagine yeah, yeah, Qu- quickly go through the game points. Yeah, like, and give him 60 seconds. Don't, I think it'd be better and in a perfect world there'd be no script, but give him 60 seconds. We're giving you four IG stories to give us your analysis and make it fun and just film. Hey, man, put that one in the ideas bank because I don't think there's any reason you couldn't do it. <laughs> All right, cut. We don't want, we don't want anyone stealing it. <laughs> no one take that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so two NFL uh, examples. I think that's good from us. I like it. I like that you're actually watching something that's not basketball. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a, a personal dig. Cool. Good one, Barks. So last week we introduced the content ladder and we thought rather than boring you with us going through the ladder each week, we're going to take heed from the Pittsburgh Steelers and make it into a little bit of an Instagram story segment. Um, so what you'll be able to do is tune in during the week head to our Instagram, which is at content catch up. And you'll be able to see where we're going to rank all the new rankings for each of our content pieces moving forward. Um, we'll ask for some feedback, whether you agree, disagree, you can do that through our DMS slide into them. <laughs> and I, I think, yeah, exactly right. And I think um, in case you missed it last week, it's basically just a point to not only bring up these examples, but to sort of rank them in three content rankings word, which is impact, enjoyment, and execution. So we sort of just want to rank every bit of the content we've um, talked about. Barks, I think you're throwing to this segment this week. Yes, our favourite segment, which just on the down low, sort of has a logo now that we might pop out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, man over there on the other screen, Jules, whipped together. Um, we've been working behind the scenes. Yeah, well, you have. Um, I don't do much on this podcast, oh, but no. Come on. Let's let's go for it. Oh shit! I just forgot our voiceover man's name. Pete. Pete. Oh, all right. Pete. let's hit it, Pete. Egg of the week. All right, so Jules, I don't have one this week, but what is your egg of the week? Because I I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about this. Don't know how to introduce this in a nice way, but fuck it, I'm just going to go for it. Barks, you're my egg of the week. <laughs> what do I do? I, I actually don't know. I can't think of something I did during the week that was pretty stupid. The hot, the hot talk around town um, at the moment is Instagram reels. If you're a social media nerd, and how they can like help you grow your profile. So us being a, a relatively new um, profile, I'm like, hey, Bucks, we should make some reels and like try and get them out there. And he's like, yeah, all good. Like I don't really know how it would work, but you know, we'll, we'll try. We'll try something. Have you got any ideas? And I'm like, yeah. So there's a text exchange and if you, you head to the video, there'll be a, a little, I'll include a screenshot of the conversation that Barks and I had because I thought being the, the basketball lover <laughs> that he is and someone who's probably watched The Last Dance with great attention, he would know what I was talking about straight away when I said the MJ dancing meme. And sure, maybe I was a little bit off in my description because it's actually called MJ jamming out. But I said to Barks, hey, how cool would it be if we had like MJ jamming out and we put the content catch up like behind what MJ jamming out to and put it out as a reel? I can honestly say that I've, I've never known it as that term. I've <laughs> MJ on the bus is if you said MJ on the bus, bang. 
But it, it, you know what's even makes this even worse is while we were up in the hub, you saw Simo listening to music on the bus and you said to me, hey, you should get a video of him and we should make it into that MJ thing. Yeah, but I probably didn't use the word <laughs> dancing. Anyway, show the, show the text. I'll read out the text chain. Okay. So I explained that idea to him and he said, trying to think what the meme is, but I won't rule anything out if you want to try something. The one from the last, this is me now, sorry. The one from the last dance where MJ is listening to music on the bus. Oh, Buck says, as in a drawing of me as MJ. <laughs> You're missing a vital, You're missing a vital piece of that. But go on, finish it. What, what am I missing? So the, the missing part of why I thought you meant you were going to draw me is because you used the word Michael instead of MJ. So you said something about Michael dancing meme. What's Michael listening to? I yeah. I don't call you Michael. I call you Barks. But on the podcast, you do call him Michael. We should get like a poll up on, we should post this as a story and get a poll on which side you're on because I think that text chain means I have a very, very good understanding of why I saw it that way. I just don't think you were ever dancing on the bus to want to be in the meme. <laughs> probably anyway. Probably a good point because I've never, I've never danced in my life. We'll, we'll chuck this on the um, we'll chuck this on the pod st- Instagram story, and you guys can vote. But Barks, you're my egg of the week. Thank you. It's an honor. Okay, guys, wrap it up. All right, everyone, that's a wrap on episode four. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to go back to one episode a week. Um, we're now in line with where you guys are watching sports, so the content will be fresh and relevant. Um, as always, you'll be able to tune into fresh podcast every Wednesday and you'll be able to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Just look up content catch up bucks. It's been a pleasure. I hope, um, your, your girlfriend, the lovely Elise survives the egg fiasco of this morning. You'll know if she doesn't because, um, podcast might be a bit late, but we should be right. <laughs> Just a bit late. It'll still, it'll still be out on Wednesday. No, we might take a week of covering everyone. Thanks. Stay safe. Bless. Thank you. Goodbye.